Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Man, let me tell you something. If it wasn't for beautiful people like you guys around the world and the beautiful people that I'm meeting you guys' life experiences, I'm so thankful that I get to meet amazing people to share their stories so we can change the world. Because what we're about to talk about today will help a woman that's 20, 22, that's 30, maybe 40, maybe 50, change her life. I'm talking to a beautiful young lady, and her name is not important. And we're talking, and um, she just got a divorce. And we were talking about how, what she would do different the next time she meets someone and Chris, I'm going to let you take over, and I'll go in between when I see fit to, um, I know I said your name, too. And I'll see fit when to come in and out okay. when you're talking. So to please share, be, be brutal, be professional, but be clear so that you can change a woman's life and a man who's hearing this won't fall into the same footsteps of the the man you're about to describe. Okay. So to start off, things that I would do different. First off, mm-hmm. I would definitely date a man before getting into a serious relationship with him. That mm-hmm. is now I break down now break down your dating so people can understand. So some girls will think I'll date a couple of days, couple of months, that's dating. But break down what your dating is because, ladies and gentlemen, she dated a guy 13 years ago. I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, 13 years ago, they dated two weeks, and then they was married. And what she's sharing with you now is very important. So I'm sorry. Go ahead, honey. I wanted to make sure I put that in there. Okay. So my definition for dating um, would be definitely not living together, definitely going out, mm. going to Love dinner. That long, expensive talks. It could be over dinner. It could be a walk in the park. It could be sitting at home watching a movie, um, just able to get to know a person, even taking a vacation to where you're staying with them a couple days so that certain situations can arise. You need Mm -hmm. to know a person extensively before you decide to ultimately give your life to them because basically mm-hmm. when you marry someone, you're giving your life over to someone else because you're, you're becoming right. one. Yes. So definitely the dating would be the most important thing. And I'm not saying dating for two weeks. I'm not saying dating for two months. It would basically depend on the person, but I would say at least a year or more because people are able mm-hmm. to act like a chameleon. They can hide things for a certain amount of time and you don't right. want them to be putting on this persona that I'm this ultimately I'm this great catch everybody wants me but the the key to the hint to that is well why doesn't anyone have you so mm-hmm. you want to know 
What is this person hiding? What is this person's ulterior motive? What does this person really want from me? Does this person, is this person really looking for love or is this person just looking for a get over or someone that can help them to mm-hmm. accomplish what they need to accomplish and then they're done with me? You really and let me need see, to and I'm going to pause you right there because I, this is very important, right? When I was growing up in the game and people, I would have women say, TK, I think you're trying to use me. And I said, use you for what? And I would break it down like this. Right. I don't need your credit. I don't need to drive your car. Mm-hmm. I don't need to move in with you. I don't really need nothing from you. But that's how the majority of relationships starts. You have men who do that. Mm-hmm. Correct. You understand? You have men who do that. You have men who do play. And vice versa, women, women also do it too. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what I found out by, and I'll, give, I'll hand the story back over to you. The last couple of weeks I've gotten phone calls from different women who their boyfriends and husbands have cheated on them, beat them up, etc. And I've given them advice on what to do. And I'm going to share what I told them I'm share with you in, in the audience right now. Yeah. When men, men, you got to be a special kind of nigga to be married. Men get married, they're not mentally prepared, they're not financially prepared. So they go out with the few dollars they do have. They think that they're missing something now that they're in the home. So they want to go out because they think they're missing something. Sometimes that leads to another woman because the, another woman is believing in the lies. The person still could be attracted, but she's not really thinking about anything responsible just yet because what women don't know when they find a guy cheating, the woman will beat the girl up not knowing that the nigga lied to her too. Okay. Now, right, now you got men who hit women. Right. What I'm seeing in these stories is that because men are not happily married, they think they want to be married, they lash out and start hitting the woman out of pain and out of I really didn't want to be in this relationship and what but they're not man enough or they man enough to say I don't want to be in this relationship or mentally not mature to say, Baby, I can't marry you because this is not what I want to do. Right. And and this you are the third person that even though you haven't told me that, I know some of the things I just said you went through. Mm-hmm. And people get upset with me, hon, when I talk about I don't believe in marriage because they think, oh, he's going to be alone. But it's most people who are young or haven't lived. So now hearing what you're talking about, I know when you see my posts, when you see some of the things I talk about relationships, you can resonate with what I'm saying because you've been there. You you know this nigga telling the truth. Right. And I wanted just to put that out, so I'm going to let you go back to the dating and so forth. Go ahead, darling. Okay, so to piggyback on back on what I was saying, I feel like you need to date for a year or more, and that would, of course, in, include the vacation and needs to ask you for something. You need to find out if he gets upset and he hits you or if he verbally abuses you. You need to, if he throws things. You need to figure out what... Yo, the guy was throwing shit at you? 
Hmm? He was throwing things at you? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Wow. So you have to really ultimately find out the type of man that you're dealing with. And mm-hmm. you really need to know the family because you need to know how, what type of home did he grow up in. Was his father absent? Was his, was his father present? If his father was present, how did his father treat his mother? Because ultimately that is what he saw when he was growing up. And he mm-hmm. thinks that that is normal. Whatever he saw, he's figuring that is how it's supposed to be because that's what happened in my household. And that's not true because everything that happens in a household is not normal. Right. So true. In my situation, going out on our first date, we met at a club. That was the first mistake. I should have mm-hmm. never met a man in a club. But you were young, babe. I, yes. Well, 30-something, that, that's really not That's young. Crazy. That's young. In a club, I feel like we should have met over dinner. No, 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 no. You say that now because you're grown and you're mature and you're wise and you're seasoned. But your story is based on maturity and growth. Right. So in we your thirties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. We it's, met in it's a only club. bad because of how it turned out. That's true. That is right. that's true. Yeah, because so we, the people we, have okay. met in clubs and gone and been happy, but. Because you're seasoned now, you understand life, you would have not wanted to be in a club. You would like to have done it totally, totally different. Because these people have had steak and lobster tails at dinner and still have the same results as you you had. So I respect that, but this is your journey, so I'm going to let you tell your story. Okay, so we met in a club. We had drinks for um, maybe one or two hours. We didn't stay there that long. Um, I end up leaving the club, following him to his house, and we both had been drinking. He fell asleep. I had to be to work the next day, so I lived about 30 minutes away from him. He lived in Baton Rouge. I lived in Prairie View. Mm-hmm. So I had to drive maybe 30, 35 minutes to get home. So I left and I went home. We talked on the phone day in, day out. We fell asleep on the phone like we were 17. So I was like, oh, I'm ultimately falling in love with him, but I wasn't because I didn't know him. He was yes. out of state, so he was only home in Baton Rouge for a couple of days. This is what cut the dating for us short. So okay. we were not able to date because he was working in another state. And when I say that, I mean uh, another state that was not drivable, like Chicago, Illinois, Minnesota, okay. not just working 30, 40, an hour away where you can drive and meet. It was nothing like right. that. It was not meetable. It would have had to be mm-hmm. catch a flight, come here, and chill for a few days and go home. But I couldn't because I also had a job. Right. So we did that for two weeks, and we stayed on the phone and um, talked and just fell asleep and just, you know, thought we were getting to know each other that way. But we weren't because who knows who was telling the truth. You're just talking on the phone. You don't know if a person is telling you they're fabricating their story or you don't know if they're telling the truth. Right. Now, about what, though? When you say fabricating their story. We're on the phone talking, trying to get to know each other on the phone. But he could be fabric. He could have been fabricated. And he was fabricating his life because he Mm -hmm. never told me that. I'll just I'll just finish that story. We'll get to that later. So we're okay. just talking on the phone, getting to know each other, so we thought. So in two weeks, he comes back down 
and he stays down for the weekend, and he decides he wants me to move in. So I'm moving in. We're doing the live together thing. Everything has, you know, he's a chameleon. He's hiding everything. Everything's great. So now we're going to get married because we just think that I'm God drops me out. I'm an angel. God dropped me out of heaven for him. That's how we're mm-hmm. feeling. Okay. So, so we get married, and once we get married, he asked me to quit my job because, again, I told you he works out of state. Right. So he doesn't live in Baton Rouge. His his home is in Baton Rouge. He comes to visit, but he ultimately works turnaround in the plant. So he's gone for months or years at a time. So I agree, of course. We get married. I quit my job. I start traveling with him, of course, because he wants to have me with him. Me being young, thinking, oh, he just wants me there because now I'm his wife. No, he wanted me there because he needed to watch me. He needed to make sure I wasn't doing the type of things that he had been doing. Okay. Working out of state. Okay. So I go live with him. Everything, of course, is still good for the first maybe two or three years. Okay. So ultimately, well, backtrack, planning the wedding. This should have been a first red flag. So Mm. he wants to marry me. He asked me to marry me. But in turn, I'm not working, which means he has to pay for the wedding. He right. doesn't want to pay. He doesn't want to pay on the wedding. He told me to get a job in the state that we were living in to pay for the wedding. That's wow. just in the first red flag. Right. So me ultimately being in love, you know. Okay, well, yeah, this is kind of soon. We're getting married. Let me get a job and pay for the wedding. Of course. A woman wants a very lavish wedding. So the wedding is hitting about $50,000. So hired a decorator. The decorator charged about $7,000. She put me on a payment plan, four seventy six a month. I'll never forget. I called him at work and told him to pay the four seventy six for that month. And he told me, I have to pay all the bills at home, and I have to pay all the bills where we live in this apartment. I'm not paying a decorator. That mm-hmm. should have been flag number two. Mm-hmm. Now, why, so, though, Becky? Wait, wait, wait. Got to talk to you. Go ahead. He's paying all the bills. <laughs> this is just adding another bill. Correct. This is, right? It just added another bill. Why didn't you decide just to get married? Because, again, maturity. You guys mm-hmm. are young. Right. Again, maturity, you think the wedding is everything. But all the wedding days was put you guys in debt. Uh, no, because he asked me to quit my job to move with him. If I would have stayed home to work, we wouldn't, be, we wouldn't have been in debt. And he made good money. He made enough money to, to take care of it. Trust me, he made enough. Okay, 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 go ahead. We, we were, we were going to be fine. Okay. So that should have been the second red flag. But it wasn't. Okay. So I continue to live with him and plan the wedding. We ultimately get married. Once we get married, I see a lot of things that I was not able to see because now he figures he has me. Okay. I see when and what was those things? I see when he gets upset, he is violent. He decides that he doesn't want to talk. He'll give me the 
in treatment. He'll come home with food and not ask me if I'm hungry. Wow. And I'm like, this is totally not the person that I knew previous to us getting married. I mean, the wedding was beautiful. It was immaculate. I mean, it, it was everything I could have ever asked for. It was so beautiful. And for him to marry me and then act like he didn't even want to be married to me. Who comes home and doesn't ask their wife if they're hungry, knowing she's not uh-huh. working? Who comes home and you're upset and you give a person the silent treatment? And I'm not saying the silent treatment for one day. I'm saying the silent treatment for two to three weeks. Wow. I'm in the same home with someone and not talk to them for that type, that amount of time. That's absurd. So wow. I, let all that, I let all that go. I don't say anything about that. As the problems arise more, because now I'm turning into a different person, too, because now I'm like, how can you not talk to me? So I'm trying to talk to him. He doesn't talk to me. So now I'm getting loud. I'm getting agitated. We're having arguments. That's when the abuse started. Because he's a man. I'm not going to talk to him any kind of way. He pays all the bills. I'm going to sit down and shut up. That's, That's my job. Mm-hmm. So he said. So I in turn say, well, I'm not living in a house where I can't talk to somebody. I need to talk. I mean, we're supposed to be able to talk every day. And he right. says, well, if I don't want to talk to you, I'm not going to talk to you. You're going to sit and wait until I decide I want to talk to you. Whoa. How does that go? So wow. this is why I'm saying you have to get to know a person because if I would, if he would have shown me all that I never would have married him. I never would have continued to date him. Well, here's what I'm thinking. I think this is a, have you ever seen me in one of my interviews, I say, you got to know who you are? Yes. I always say that, guys, know who you are. Right. And a lot of men lie to themselves. See, he never wanted to get married. So now that he went along with this fairy tale. <clears throat> it truly happened. And then all of a sudden he changed. Right. right. He changed overnight. Because some it men changed, will lie. It changed overnight because I started asking for money. Before I asked for money, we had no problem. Yes, but you was you had to ask for money while you wasn't working. Right? He was giving money. But he felt that because he was paying all of the bills in both places, he was doing enough. That is actually how he felt. He felt like he was doing more than enough. So basically what he what he messed up was he should have never told you not to work because if you would have kept working, it is took pressure off him. Correct. Right. Two, he wasn't thinking because he he asked you to stop working. How did he think he was going to eat if, he, if you didn't ask him for money? Well, as long as he's not upset, it's not a problem. But when so why upset, would he get upset then? Because one time he got upset because I asked him. I, my daughter introduced me to wearing a wig. <laughs> this day and age, women start wearing wigs and getting their hair done, and it's very expensive. 
So mm-hmm. I asked for $500 to get a wig. Oh, that, mm-hmm. that ticked him off. He said he didn't, he doesn't go to work every day to give me $500 to pay for a wig. A wig doesn't pay bills in our household. <laughs> now I got to ask this question. Was he wrong or did you have to respect that? Was it wrong for him to say that? Let me think of what I mean. There's some people in the world that truly respect money. Mm-hmm. Like the, the money has to go somewhere where I know it's beneficial to everybody. Okay, well, no. And to answer your question, no, because his mother could call and ask for $500 and not give a reason, and he's going to break his back to get it to her. So, no. To his mother? Yeah, his mother, his sister, his daughter. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, and you're up there. Once you get married, you're you're in you're in that level. I agree. Mm-hmm. Once you get married, it's unconditional. You 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 get the same treatment that mom and sisters get. You're supposed to. Supposed to correct. You're supposed to right. Supposed to okay. All right. So the five hundred dollars he got upset. I tell him how how are you going to get upset when you asked me to quit my job for me to come with you? I could have stayed home. And I could have mm-hmm. still been working. Mm-hmm. Well, that pissed him off because he said, oh, you must want to stay home because you want us to be home with the niggas. Mm. Where did that even come from? The 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 argument and the situation is about a wig. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've come to find out in life, and I've been here a long time, that the mental capability of people on this planet is insane. Right. And when people get married and want to give people their life, it's so scary to me because you can love this person like I got situation, been together 10, 13, 20 years. And somebody can wake up out of nowhere and say, I don't want to be with you no more. Right. Right. I don't want to be with you no more. You gave this person your life. Right. And there's so many scenarios. Niggas unmarried women and help their kids go through college. Vice versa, women undid certain things for men. And then in the end, everybody, if you got something, it's going to hurt worse because if a woman or a man wants to be vindictive, they'll drag this shit out through court to get every dime from you or take your home from you, take your car, take your 401k, take your investments. I mean, look at Scotty Pippen's wife. She ain't shot one best for us, but she gets half, half his pension. But I think she deserves it a little because I think that helps with the kids. True. They did have kids with it or something like that. So it's a little different. But it still hurts. Look at right. um, um, Mary J. Blige. She married her husband. And I knew him. He looked like he was going to use her from day one. They wind up getting the artist to start producing. He starts fucking the artist, leaves Mary J. Blige for her. 
Now he gets thirty thousand dollars a month for life. Right. But you came out of the situation. How long did it take your divorce? Funny thing. So I left. Two weeks after I left, he filed for divorce, but told me that he's only filed for divorce for me to get my mind right and for me to come back. I didn't come back. It took us almost a year and something to get divorced because he wouldn't sign the divorce papers that he filed. This nigga crazy. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga crazy. He kept saying that he wanted me back. It was cheaper to keep her, come back. Um, We could make it work. We're grown now. We can, he can change. He's willing to change for what he wants. Blah 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 is what I heard. Mm, that's so scary, hon. Yep. That's what's scary. He would not sign the papers that he paid and filed for. Yep. Prolonged it for over a year. It doesn't surprise me. Well, I was pissed because I wanted to be divorced from him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was coming. You said to be patient. Yeah, but I know I knew a friend of mine who all she had to do was wait the 180 days, and once the 180 days passed, she signed the papers. He signed the papers. Seven days later, they were picking up the the filed signed papers that they were legally divorced. In my case, it didn't happen that way. Yeah, because you have to run your own race, if you know what I mean. Correct. Somebody, but, yeah, but and life step on your But if you act that way, like you don't want to be married, like you don't want a wife, like you don't want to give her anything and help take care of her because I'm a reflection of you. So I stand on your side. You don't want me to be looking half-stepping coming behind you. I agree. Especially, especially if you don't want me to work. You have I agree. to. Take care. Then, and the saying is, a man takes care of what he loves. That's so true. So obviously, it was no love there because you were not anything that had to do with money. You were not willing to do it, so you couldn't right. love. Right. Now, if and I it, it, and it's not like some papers, and it's not like he didn't have it. Correct. Like you said, it wasn't like he didn't have it. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Let me tell you what I learned in my life. Um, when I met my daughter's mother, I told her not to work. But I felt like she took advantage of me. Let me tell you what I mean. Okay. I was paying all the bills. I was buying a brand new car. My name wasn't on the mortgage. And I remember one year, we was at Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. And I got three carts of toys for her kids, but I don't have a child yet with her. I'm like, damn, I'm taking care of these motherfucking kids. They ain't even my damn kids. <laughs> so we fast forward. The following year, we got a kid. I got a kid with her, daughter. Mm-hmm. And we shopping. Maybe the third year together. We shopping. And I want to buy my daughter, who I love, an extra toy. Mm-hmm. I get yelled at. 
because I buy my daughter extra toy. I should buy everybody else extra toy. We got three carts of toys. And the toys, so I wound up leaving everything there. I was so mad. Right. I was so burnt out on raising another nigga's family that I never did it no more. Right. Because I, this woman burnt me out because I had a few dollars. Correct. So I never wanted to meet a woman ever again that had kids. Not that she was going to be the same. It's just that it, it, I didn't like what I felt. Correct. And I told mm-hmm. her. And I had told her not to work. So I took care of her for five years. Gotcha. Paid the mortgage and everything. So guess what happens? She takes her. I'm not. I'm giving her five thousand a month allowance. When I start falling out of love, which is very soon, it was very quick. I go from five thousand to maybe a couple hundred dollars a month because I don't like her because we didn't date. Right. And then I was going through some crazy things at the time. My mother had just died. My youngest brother died right after that. Mm-hmm. And I was going through pain. Now, some people, when they go through pain, sometimes you lose weight. Sometimes you get fat. Sometimes you go to pressure. I spent a lot of money during my depression. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. A lot of money. <laughs> and um, when she got to, I'm learning this as we go. So when she got to, um, the equity in the home. Mm-hmm. I realized that was my money because I was the one paying the mortgage. Paying the mortgage. Mm-hmm. Because my name wasn't on the mortgage. This is what she said to me. I don't have to give you shit because your name is not on the mortgage. So far as I'm concerned, you are only a renter. Oh, wow. True story. She told me I was only a renter. Thank God I wasn't married, but you were married. Correct. And when you're married and you truly love, you do that. But what you guys did wrong is what I did wrong as well. We didn't date long enough. Correct. Did not know the person at all. I am I'm very anal like I like my tissue to be over and not under. And I like that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I needed to get to know that person because I needed to know. I didn't know what their favorite color was. I didn't know what they liked to eat. I didn't know what their favorite restaurant was. I I, I knew nothing about the person, nothing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who their parents were. I didn't know who where his parents were from. I didn't know anything about him. Other than the basics, he had a style. He had been married before. He's uh, he's working out of town. He's in a professional trade. Only the basic, only like the exterior is what I knew. I didn't know the inner him. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know his heart. I didn't know his mind. I never got a chance to meet his soul. I didn't get a chance to meet any of that. All I knew was the exterior. And that is what killed me because... His exterior, of course, he was a good-looking person. He, 
you know, had a good job. He made money. That was all the exterior. But that was okay for a friendship. Mm-hmm. But we were moving on past a friendship. So I needed to know, you know, what is what is this man's triggers so that I don't trigger him? I need to know his love language so I can do that for him. I needed to to know things about him that I never had a chance to get to know because we moved in so fast into everything. I didn't even know if he was a good kisser. I didn't know anything. (laughs) Yes. So you got to fault yourself. But what I was going to piggyback to the fans that's listening around the world, I wanted you guys to hear this story. And I want you to play this episode, which is going to be 342. I want you to play it all the time before you settle down and before you get serious with a guy and take what this beautiful sister is saying. Now, one thing you have to remember, just because you date, just because you get to know the person, still does not guarantee a happy marriage. That's correct. Just want you people to understand that. Does not grant you a happy marriage. Marriage, I always tell us to people, it's like a Rubik's Cube, and you know how hard it is to get all them damn colors. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hard. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to get married, make sure you have lived. You were too young to get married. He was too young to get married. Some men date for a few years of their life. I want to get married 35, 37, and then I'll tell the world any day that's too young to be married. Right. Life to me is, you got to have a little luck. You got to balance it out. It works for some people to be married at a young age. Mm-hmm. But the benefits of getting married later is that you're mature. Correct. And know how you want to treat a woman and how a woman's supposed to treat a man. You know how your mindset is. You know what you want sexually. Mm-hmm. You know what you want financially. Mm-hmm. These but things again, are important. Sorry, but again, to, piggyback, to piggyback off of what you're saying, you also have to know who you are as a person. That's you, have so true. To, you have to be secure. You have to be, um, you have to know your worth. You have to know what you are going to tolerate and what you are not going to tolerate. And you have I'm to stand take it deeper. Yeah, I'm going to take it deeper. Don't lie to yourself. Right. If you know you're insecure, don't get married. Yep. If you know you these things, don't do it. And don't think men you're do it something. anyway. They do it anyway, knowing that they're insecure. Mm-hmm. N- women too. They know they're petty. Like one of my friends in Jersey got this girl out of Kansas City, drove her to Jersey. She wanted to bring the kids to his house. Four hundred thousand dollars home. He loves her. He's cooking. They're having a good time. They're changing pictures on Facebook and shit. 
Mm-hmm. And he just gets out of a relationship. He wasn't in a relationship. He gives her the phone one day. Instead of her changing the Facebook page, she starts going through his phone. She goes to his cash app and mm-hmm. finds out that he was sending his ex-girlfriend money. Mm-hmm. From three years ago. He ain't seen the bitch in three years. And the woman argued with this man like it happened the same day. Right. That's how petty. And that's one of the reasons I always was afraid to get married because of pettiness. Because he wasn't married, got your place. You could say, bitch, get the fuck out. He'd say, nigga, get the fuck out. Shut the door, go upstairs and watch cable. Watch mm-hmm. Snowfall or something. But when you're married and it's petty and you're stuck in the house mm-hmm. with the same fucking person. Day or you go to work day. and you don't come right home and you drive around the block a couple of times or you park down in the you park down the street at the park in the corner on the phone talking to family, friends, complaining about the nigga or the fucking woman in the home. Right. <laughs> And you're right. <laughs> and you true. come in, you're quiet, or somebody's sleeping in the other room. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. I don't wish that shit on nobody. I don't either. But are you happy now? I am because a piece of mine is priceless. Bingo. <laughs> You got it. That's what I've been no waiting one, for. No one say. could no one could ever pay me mm-hmm. to feel this way because this That's way right. this piece is so precious to me. It's so it's just beautiful. I love yeah. it. And I would I, no one is I'm not letting anyone disturb my piece. That's right. Once I came into it, mm-hmm. it, isn't it a beautiful feeling, babe? It is. It is. Isn't it? it totally it really is. Really good. And when I hear people say, "Oh, TK gonna die alone," I'm like, "Okay, you you might have got lucky." I'm not saying that you can't be happy. Mm-hmm. Not saying that at all. But when you have gone through it, you want just good companionship if you meet somebody nice. Mm-hmm. You want somebody that you can suck their dick. I can eat your pussy. I can smack your ass. We go gambling. We take a cruise. Right. We do shopping. We respect each other. I come to your house. You come to my house. We're not. You're not giving her a lot of pussy. I'm not slinging a lot of dick. It's you and I, but we got our own shit. Mm-hmm. That's my definition of fucking happiness. Right. <laughs> I totally agree. Some people are just not livable. You can't live with some people. (laughs) That's so true. They can't. I'm a loner. See, I know who I am. I'm a loner. Mm -hmm. Not that I dislike people. I'm a loner. Mm -hmm. When I want to shut up, I want to shut up. I met a girl one time. She talked so motherfucking much. (laughs) I didn't have to talk to her for two years. I told her, I said, this. We ain't got to talk for two years. You talk so much this one night. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't have to talk to you for years. <laughs> and when you talk to somebody that talks that long, that they talk that has made you tired, that's talking. Mm-hmm. That's funny. This bitch ain't set up the whole day. <laughs> and I yeah. wanted to hurt her feelings because I will do that. But I stay polite. Because I say, don't say nothing because you're never going to see this woman ever again anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But, yeah, when we were talking, babe, I had to share this story with the world because I want people to win. And we don't have, people don't have this outlet like I have to share this information to the world. Right. What I is that people just wing it. You just wing it, they, like you did. Right. You did it like you were, you, you'll figure it out as you go along. Mm-hmm. That's what you did. Now, let me ask you a question. Sure. Where was your mother and father when this happened? Well, my mother told me, <laughs> and my mother has been wise. She has her Ph.D. in education. She's always mm-hmm. been wise. Yep. So my mother told me, she said, she said, baby, but she called me by my name. She said, baby. She said, I don't want you to think that I'm hating on you, that I don't want you to be happy. She said, but sweetheart, you guys are from two different sides of the fence. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. She said, I really want you to think about this, and I really want you to slow down because she said, Baby, he doesn't know God. Mm. She said, so it's never going to work. And me, I'm grown. I don't need my mother to tell me, this man has asked me to marry me, even though it was my second marriage. I mean, PK, you don't know how a woman feels when a man asks them to marry. We feel like, you know what I'm saying, like I, this is, Everything I've ever, I, since I was a little girl, I just knew that mm. I was going to, you know, be married, put on a dress, look like a, a beautiful a princess, a queen. You know, I, this is what I've longed for. So for my mom to tell me, baby, it's not going to work, that was like really hurtful for me. But I rebelled because I was like, my mama just don't want me to get married. She just doesn't want to see me happy. Why would she even say that? But my mother knew more than I knew. My mother saw from the outside looking in. My mother had that intuition. She's been on that earth, on this earth longer than me, so she can feel things and sense things that I can't when she comes in contact with a person. Mm -hmm. So when she came in contact with him, she immediately didn't like him. Right. And that should have been a red flag for me, too, because this is the woman who gave birth to me. She only wants the best for me. So if she's telling me something, she's telling it to me for my own good. Well, two things. I want you to strike the proper tone, and I'm going to tell you why. Don't talk with conviction now like you just fly bitch, and I love you. The, the, <laughs> I ain't going to let you get away with it, you know, because you're talking with conviction. That's the same fucking energy you should have had because you were cursing when your mom listened. That's what I want people to hear. Right. I want them to hear the before and after, and that's what most how most kids fuck up. Mm-hmm. 
They think their parents don't know what they're saying, and they go do it anyway, and they go, damn, my parents was right. And what I want to share with what you're saying to the people that's listening, all parents are not smart. Let's make sure we're clear. All uncles are not smart. Let's make sure we're clear. Mm-hmm. But all older people have one thing, wisdom. Mm-hmm. They are the Google of this planet. The human man has been around longer than encyclopedias, longer than Google. We have wisdom. Right. And when we share something with you, it's because we know. We really know. And that's what kids today have to start listening. I have problems with people because they think I'm a young kid. They think I'm 39, 40 years old. This is facts. Like today I posted one of my things, and a lot of people knew and a lot of people didn't know. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, my God, this nigga five for 63 years old. I'm seven years from 70. I don't have sagging skin. I don't have erectile dysfunction. I don't take high blood pressure medicine. Like I'm truly blessed. I walk eight miles a day, and, and that's just pre-workout. Then I actually do push-ups and sit-ups. Then two times a week I lift weights. One week, one day a week I go, I swim for 30 minutes. And I fuck like a guy. I should have been a porn star. But I don't sling dick no more because my body's for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids call me housewife because I cook and clean. Okay. Wash those. I'm in the background with my leaf blower. Now, can I get serious with a woman? I'll, I always say I won't get married. And people get upset with me about, ah, that's fucked up. TK won't get married. But no one has never said he won't get married, but I can be that woman that changes mind. See, that's deep. Right. That's deep. But I hope that you... I was going to say you should be in a relationship, but nah. What, what I'm going to tell you, I don't share with too many people. Um, you stay peaceful and enjoy this, this, this gift that you got back to your life. Yeah. Stay gym, do your squats, keep your ass nice and firm, eat your strawberries, your pineapple to keep your pussy fresh. Masturbate as much as you can for a minute. And then you find the right dude. You may not want to get married again, but dude that makes you just feel amazing. And he could, you know, he could get deep into your soul and make you feel just unbelievable. But don't marry him. Right. I would tell the person in a minute, TK, you want to get married? Okay, here, this is what I'm going to tell you. You want to be married three years, or do you want to be with me for life? Now, if I hear a motherfucker tell me I want to, I want to, I want to take the three years, bitch, I'm out because you failed in school. <laughs> <laughs> now that's my story, and the younger kid's story. So now let me tell you the game, the play, ladies. Sometimes you got to get a nigga to marry you because you don't have your life together and you're broke. And you need security to make sure you have a roof over your head as you get older. 
and some of you ladies that drop dead gorgeous, but you ain't got shit. Now, that's scary. Some of you guys got a sling dick because you can fuck good. You do have a nice personality. The girl that you're fucking with got a lot going on, and you need to be a part of that. And that's what you're going to do. Do it the right way. If you're going to be that type of nigga, make sure you are that woman's concierge. Don't back talk her. As long as she don't make you feel like you ain't shit, because some women could get in power, know that they're paying all the bills, and treat you any kind of way, because they know you ain't got shit. Right. Get a little part-time job. And to the young men who are home, when a woman go to work in the morning, when she comes home, don't you be in that motherfucking house. Because eventually... One of her girlfriends or her mother or aunt going to say, that nigga sitting in the, on the couch watching TV and you out working, she going to put your ass out. Right. But if you, if you, if you run the bath water for her, cook her meal, and leave mm-hmm. when she come home, mm-hmm. not every day because sometimes she do want to see you, but majority mm-hmm. of the time, Nigga, your relationship would last. But if she come home, the dishes ain't clean. The clothes ain't washed. Key stains around the toilet. You didn't, the toilet paper is missing. You ain't replaced the toilet paper. You or, it's, the or, it's under, or it's under and not over. <laughs> right. Which is, you know, but, baby, that's a little too much, so you got to give on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 don't break up with him because of that, though. But... <laughs> And, and and to play it safe, just stay fucking single. You, that woman lives in her house. You live in your house, and everybody be fucking happy. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. See, because from childhood, we are brainwashed, especially you young girls, with playing with the dolls, talking about the wedding, the wedding dress, and the marry. I want to be married. And statistics have shown. How marriage in in divorce right. at a high rate. Mm-hmm. Ladies find a good dude, take trips, get fucked real good, read books together. You might can have out a a trust, a living trust. You can take out an insurance policy on a woman, and you say, "Baby, I love you so much. Here's a hundred thousand dollars insurance policy." But make sure the bitch ain't gonna kill you. Just say, I'm doing this out of respect because I love you. Mm-hmm. Different ways to show commitment, but you don't have to live in the same house and you don't have to guys. So we based it off this on my baby's story. You don't have to live a lie because this right. guy lied to this woman, let her on, and didn't step up to be the man she thought he was going to be. Right. And that's why, guys, if you don't want to do it right, you don't want to get a hair done. You could two ways, that baby. You know what? Because is that what he what he did? Is what is that how he did? Is what he is that what he said? Is how he said it. He could have said, "Bay, I pay all the bills. Why don't you get a little part time job, and then you could take care of your hair, and I got everything else." That's a good deal. Mm-hmm. That's a good deal. Now, I don't see no woman arguing about that. Bay, I, I, I don't pay for hair, but if you get a job. Uh, I'll give you something towards it, but I'm paying the car note, the life insurance policy, the um, insurance. I'm bringing food in here. 
I just don't want no extra pressure. A good woman, and that, I know that's who you are, would agree to that. But what you said was he took care of everybody else, but when it came to me, he treated me differently, and he treated you different because he didn't take his marriage seriously. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast, man. You better tell the world about T to the motherfucking K. I'm on vacation until August 30th, and then I'll mm-hmm. be in Atlanta at Uptown Comedy Corner in Hateville, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Please get your tickets at uptowncomedy.net. This will be a sold-out event. I want to thank you for your time, beautiful. You're welcome. All right. I'm going to send this to New York, and I'll call you right back. Okay. Okay, so let's go back. Come spend the night with me. I'll take you to ecstasy. Men, let's face it. As we get older, our bodies change. The largest percentage of men over the age of 40 suffer from some type of erectile dysfunction. ED. Guys, don't let Ed creep into your bed. Discover Bedroom Therapy by T.K. Kirkland. Not just a bunch of pills to take, but a natural way to regain stamina and put the spark back in your love life. Bedroom Therapy by T.K. Kirkland. Now at Bedroom Therapy by T.K. Kirkland. And yes, ladies, we thought of you too. We offer the Honey Pack, a safe, natural way for you to decrease hot flashes and increase your libido. Bedroom Therapy by T.K. Kirkland. At Bedroom Therapy. By TK Kirkland.com. Log on today for special offers and discounts. That's Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland.com. Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland.com. Bedroom Therapy. Made for him. Thinking of her. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more. Visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.